You are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Hope you all had a great weekend. Going to talk a little bit about the Bachelorette charity and what happened this weekend with her. Nothing major, but just want to talk about what happened there. I watched a show this weekend, a whole show which then led me down another rabbit hole to another show. I'll tell you all about it. Going to talk a little bit about Taylor Swift, also Dancing with the Stars, Survivor, American Idol, and a new reality show that looks utterly ridiculous. And we'll get to all that momentarily. As you know, this podcast brought to you by Coming Out for Love, the first U.S. lesbian dating competition show. I hope you listened to Podcast 337 last week with the host of that show, Jessica Clark. It is online now. Every Friday there will be a new episode. The first episode was re-released this past Friday. This upcoming Friday, May 12th, a new episode will be released, episode number two. And then from there, every Friday for the next 15 weeks, there'll be a new episode. Go to comingoutforlove.com, click on which bundle you'd like to purchase, and then use your promo code REALITYSTEVE for 15% off of your order. All right, let's get going here. Bachelorette news, not a ton, but Charity is back online. She went on Instagram this past weekend. She posted a story. She posted two photos from her on her Instagram feed in a bikini. She's back home. Doesn't give away anything, of course. Yes, I'm well aware of the bracelet, blah, 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 blah. Not a big deal. Doesn't give away anything 100%. That's all I care about. Guessing, speculation, I leave that to the other people. My goal is to find out exactly what happened at the end of the season and who she's with. So hopefully we get to that and uh, I can give you that before the season starts. But as of right now, nothing new to report in terms of the final four guys. The only one that is back online publicly on Instagram is Joey. As of me recording this on Sunday night, Aaron and Xavier and Doton are not back publicly on Instagram just yet. So... We will, obviously, I'm following, I think I've requested all of them, so I'll know when they're back online, and if they do come back online, we'll just gotta just kind of look at their profile, see, see if there's anything good, but I, I, I can't imagine there's going to be anything to uh, determine from it. As I'm recording this, want to give a shout out to podcast guest from a few weeks ago, Morgan Willette. She is currently at the Taylor Swift concert in Nashville. However, they were delayed big time last night, in case you haven't heard or seen. Yeah, Taylor didn't go on till 10.30 Central Time. Now, I don't know if there's a city ordinance in Nashville. If there is, if Taylor just said, screw you, I'm playing my whole concert. But you know, her concert's three hours and 15 minutes. So right now, as I'm recording this, it's 11.30. She's about an hour into her performance. Morgan was texting me saying she was hearing rumors that the thing had to end by midnight. I have no idea. We'll know probably by tomorrow morning um, exactly how long Taylor was allowed to go. But if she plays her full set, she's going to end at 1.45 in the morning. I got to believe there's some sort of city ordinance that you can't have concerts going on past a certain time. Certainly not till 1.45 in the morning. But this is also the biggest concert that titan stadium is going to see nissan stadium and i don't know if taylor just said screw you i'll pay whatever fine you need me to do she's got all the money in the world 
I just can't imagine her doing a concert and cutting it to an hour and a half when it's a three-hour and 15-minute concert. Those people will not be happy, and they'll want some sort of refund. It'll just be a giant mess, but we'll see. We'll know. By the time you're listening to this, we'll know how long last night's concert lasted. But Morgan was freaking out, texting me about, can you check the Doppler radar for me? Because she wasn't getting great service. Everybody had to shelter in place in the stadium. So 70,000 people were basically hanging out in the concourse. She said people were passing out. And you couldn't get in a line for concession because everybody was in line. So there wasn't anything doing there. She said people were having anxiety attacks. People were passing out. It was like fire fest, according to her. But uh, around 10 o'clock Central Time last night, they were allowed to go down to their seats. She said the concert started actually about 945. People went down to their seats. She said Taylor went on about 1030 is uh, when she texted me and said she just came out. So, um, you know, the, the crazy thing is, remember, I was the one who gave Morgan her seats. I initially purchased tickets to last night's show in Nashville when the concert first started selling tickets back in November. Because I said, well, I want to go somewhere. I'll know I'll, I know I'll get Dallas tickets for here, but I want to go somewhere and just have them. And I was able to get them for a little bit cheaper. And then as we got closer, I realized it was going to cost me too much to stay in Nashville for the weekend at a hotel because all the hotel prices went up to a minimum of $750. And I was like, forget it. And then... I saw on Morgan's story, Instagram stories, a couple months ago, she was just like, does anybody have any leads for Taylor Swift tickets in Nashville? And I just texted her. I said, hey, do you want mine? Because I don't want to go to the Nashville one. I'll just get my Dallas ones. And um, so, yeah, that, that could have been me tonight. And I don't know what I would have done. I mean, arriving at the stadium at, you know, roughly 6.30 or so and having to stand for four hours in the concourse, me as someone who hates – Crowds of people. Well, let me rephrase that. I hate crowds of people where I'm in like standing and and bunched up like that. If I'm in a stadium in a seat, I'm fine. But that's like going to a Vegas club, which I don't do anymore because I don't want to go to a club and just stand and it's just asses and elbows. That's not fun to me. And I would have had to do that for four hours last night before (laughs) uh, Taylor came on. That is crazy. Anyway. Um, I hope Morgan gets the full experience and everybody in Nashville gets the full experience last night because that would really suck if they got like a two-hour concert, you know, because everybody there knows that her concert's three hours and 15 minutes. But is Nashville going to let her go to 145 in the morning? I don't know. I don't know. All right. One of these shows that a lot of you were hitting me up to watch over the past couple weeks was on Amazon Prime, Amazon Freebie, whatever you want to call it, and that was Jury Duty. And I knew I wanted to watch it because I knew it was a very similar to the Joe Schmo show, which was, I'm talking early 2000s, 2003 and 2004, and we'll get to that in a second. So I knew I was going to like Jury Duty, and I started watching it on Saturday around noon, and I watched all eight episodes all the way through. Like, it was one of those where I was like, I, I'm not going to, you know, finish half of it and then half later. It's just like, let's just rip through this thing. And if you haven't watched it, I think it's a must watch. It's very Truman Show-ish. It's basically a, a mockumentary, so to speak, where everybody on the show is an actor except for one person. And they don't tell him what's happening around him. And he has no idea. And... 
now people are calling for him to be the bachelor because he's just the most unassuming nice guy. And when they finally spring it on him that they're giving him a hundred thousand dollars and he was part of a show that was completely fake. Um, yeah, it was just, it was really cool. Ronald Gladden is his name. Just a, I think a 29 year old guy from San Diego who sold solar panels and it was just about he thought he was doing a a documentary on what it's like to serve uh, in a jury duty. And it was it was craziness. If you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. Excellent, excellent show. However, I want to turn a lot of you on to what this is. I don't want to it's not a rip off of it, but this concept has been done before. And it was done a long time ago. I said early 2000s. I believe it was Spike TV. It was called back then. And in 2003, a show came out called The Joe Schmo Show, where everybody around, one person is an actor. They throw one regular dude in there, and he's on a reality show, a competition show, and just all this weird stuff happens around him, but yeah, he has no idea. He thinks he's on a real reality show. And that was a great, it was a great concept. And then the very next season, they did, the very next year, in 2004, they did Joe Schmo season two. Now, I think this will appeal to a lot of you listeners out there because it was based around a reality dating show called Last Chance for Love. They brought back the same host, who was Ralph Garman from K Rock, if you're in the LA area and you know him. They brought him back, and then they had a Joe Schmo and a Jane Schmo. They had a guy and a girl from the very get go that thought they were on a reality dating show. And everyone else around them was actors. But the best part of this show is that they really pushed the envelope in terms of we want it to be believable, but we also want to see as far as we can push it. And the amount of sexual innuendos that it is laced with, all you need to know is, when it was the guy's turn, because there was a bachelor and a bachelorette, Austin and Piper, both actors and actresses. And when it was Austin's term, the eviction ceremony, instead of giving them a rose, he gave them a pearl necklace. <laughs> so, yes, this is very 2004 humor. And there are some things on that show that they would never be able to get away with in 2023. However, it's hilarious. You have to watch this. If you've never heard of it or never seen it and you like jury duty, you will absolutely love the Joe Schmo show because in jury duty, if you watched it, you know that when they all did their ITMs and then when they were talking to the cameras, they were still talking to the cameras as if they were still they were in the filming. They weren't talking about, oh, my gosh, OK, so we got Ronald today. We, Ronald thinks this. They spoke as if they were part of the documentary. In Joe Schmo, when they speak to the contestants in the ITMs, uh, not the contestants, when they speak to all the other quote-unquote contestants that are the actors, the actors are talking about how they are faking the other two people out. So, that you know, in, in Jury Duty, you don't get that until the last episode. Once the reveal happens, it's like, now we can talk about all this stuff. Joe Schmo show, they're talking about it every time you see one of the actors in an ITM. And it is just, the challenges are all overly sexual like to the point of oh my gosh i can't believe they didn't catch on to this however you got to also remember this was 2004 we were two years into reality tv being popular so nobody would really think 
that they were being pranked. Could you get away with this in 2023? I don't think so. It would be too hard. I'm not talking about the the, the language and stuff, that the, the things they were trying to pull off. I just don't think you could fool people. I think people would be too onto it. Reality TV has been around for 20 years now. This was in its infancy of reality TV, so you wouldn't immediately think something's up. Now, there was the Joe Schmo and the Jane Schmo in this season two. The Jane was very suspicious. Her name is Ingrid, and she was very suspicious from the beginning. And I, I you know, it's been out for 20 years. I don't want to spoil it for you, but just know that um, something major happens with her during the season. I, I think you should check it out. Now, the only way you can watch Joe Schmo season two is on YouTube. Just Google Joe Schmo season two, episode one. It's on YouTube and then watch it there. And then you'll see right underneath it, episode two. And then you just keep going episodes. Uh, I think there's eight or nine episodes, but I started rewatching that yesterday and I'm already through six episodes and I forgot how fucking funny it was. Like it is, it's raunchy. Um, the thing that's on YouTube, I guess, is the DVD version. So there's no, they allowed the cursing, and they don't bleep any of it out. So be ready for that. Yes, the eviction ceremony for the women is called the Pearl Necklace Eviction, and they walk up to the bachelor, and he says, can I give you a pearl necklace? And they say yes, and he puts a pearl necklace around their neck. <laughs> it's just, and then for the men... They have candles, long candles, obviously shaped. Not, they're not shaped like penises, but one of the guys who happens to be Miguel from This Is Us, John Huertas, 20 years ago, getting his start in acting. It's a candle, like probably a three-foot candle that they hold. And if if they're going to stay, Piper, the bachelorette, lights their wick. And if your wick is dry then so is your heart and you're eliminated. So, I mean, and that's just that's just the tip of the iceberg. Every single challenge is laced with sexual innuendos. One of them is the guys have a um a sack in their hand and the women have a have a box and they have to cr- they have to go make the favorite foods of each bachelor and bachelorette. And then they blindfold the bachelor. His name is Austin. And then the women have to come up and they just put their box in his face. And he has to eat whatever they chose to make for him. And, you know, the host is like, yeah, just get in there. Eat that box. Just dive your head in there. It's just this is the type of humor that you were going to get on Joe Schmo season two. But I'm telling you, if you liked Jury Duty, you will love the Joe Schmo show. Google it. Uh, not Google it. Go on YouTube. It's only on YouTube. You can't get it on any streaming service. You have to watch it uh, on your phone, or if you can, tra- if you can uh, transfer everything on your phone to your TV, you can watch it through that. It's not in HD. This was 2004, so it's almost clearer to watch it on your phone than it is to put it on your TV uh, and mirror it on your TV. But you will, you will love it because, as you know, you are listeners to. You, you listen to this, you probably like The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. It is a parody of a reality dating show, and uh, you you, <laughs> you got to see it. It's really funny. Um, the reveal is interesting. You got to see what happens with the Jane Schmo during the middle of the season. All good stuff. So check that out uh, when you get a chance.
So we talked last week about Dancing with the Stars moving back to ABC. And they haven't really given a reason as to why they did it. It was only on Disney Plus for one season. It's still going to be on Disney Plus in the fall, but it's also going to be on ABC and Disney Plus at the same time. And Jason Tardick put out an interesting tweet uh, at the end of last week that probably might explain why it's going back to network television. 55%, this was his tweet, 55% of the Dance with the Stars audience is 55 to 64 years old. But only 9% of Disney Plus subscribers base is 55 years and older. Makes sense. Network TV is mostly watched by older people. Disney Plus, millennials. 9% of Disney Plus subscribers is 55 and older. So it kind of makes sense as to why Dancing with the Stars would go back to network TV. Because network TV, so yeah, if if 9% of your audience on Disney Plus is is 55 and older, yet 55% of the people that watch Dance with the Stars are 55 and older, why would you keep it on Disney Plus? So makes sense to go back to network television for Dance with the Stars. So it was an interesting uh, tweet. Actually, it was on Jason's Trading Secrets podcast Instagram account. That's where it came from. I wanted to talk about Survivor Fact Checker because something I talked about last week, they specifically answered. Remember when I said, hey, wait a second. How come it seems like every time, not every time, but a lot of the time, the people that win the challenge during the Loved One episodes ends up getting sent home the same episode? It's happened six times where the reward was a Loved One's visit challenge and then the winner had to pick others to join and got sent home. Six times it's happened. Well, I think now seven with Franny going home this episode. But it actually has a breakdown of reward winners voted out in the same episode. So if you want a reward, doesn't that have to be, it doesn't necessarily have to be a loved one, but if it is, it's specified there. So go to survivorfactchecker.com if you want all your answers for this, because it was pretty fascinating. So it definitely does happen quite a bit. And it's not, I wasn't going crazy when I said, man, it just seems to happen often. And yeah, it does. Because I guess people see you as a threat and kind of forget that, oh yeah, they just let me read a letter from my loved one or they just gave me extra time with my loved one. But yeah, screw them. We want to get them out. Crazy. American Idol last night. Well, we're down to our final five. It was only a it was a two-hour episode. There's no episode tonight. As you saw, Ed Sheeran and Alanis Morissette were the guest hosts, guest judges, because Katie and Lionel were in the UK for the coronation this past weekend, which I didn't watch 14 seconds of. Thank God. And but they were still live. They had them live on via satellite. So they would pop in every once in a while and say stuff. Everybody sang Alanis Morissette songs, and then the duets were all Ed Sheeran songs. And we're down to our final five now at the end of the episode. And our top three Instagram followers are there. Iam, Wayani, and Colin are in the final five, along with Megan Danielle and Zachariah Smith. I'm surprised at Zachariah. I, I don't know what his appeal is, but yeah. I don't, 
you know, I, I'm sure he's a great kid, but he he's not for me. Music is obviously very subjective. Some of you may hate Taylor Swift. You'd be wrong, but <laughs> you're allowed to hate her. And I, and I don't hate Zachariah, just his music doesn't appeal to me and his voice doesn't appeal to me. Everyone else I like this season. I guess I was surprised. I thought Haven Madison would be top five. I did not think Warren P would be, and I did not think the other person that I'm missing. It was Warren P. Oh, um, the guy who sang last last night. I, I'm or, uh, Steel, Oliver Steele. Uh, it's Oliver, right? Not Oscar. One, it starts with a no. He's gone. So him, Haven, and Warren were eliminated last night. So your top five going to Disney Week next week, Ian, Wayani, Colin, Megan, and Zachariah. And look, I'm sure Ed Sheeran's a great guy. <laughs> Ed Sheeran was also in Dallas on Saturday night performing at AT&T Stadium and then obviously took a private plane to L.A. to be at American Idol judging last night. So I'm guessing he was probably tired. Um, he did. He offered nothing as a judge, really. You know, he kind of said the same thing. Everybody was great. Everybody it was a powerful performance. Thank you so much for doing my song justice. Yeah, it just he didn't offer much as a judge. But like I said, performed the night before in Dallas. Maybe he was tired. Maybe he didn't really. He probably did, it didn't look like he put a lot of. He didn't know really who these people were. Probably all that much. I don't know how much of the show he's watched this season, but he didn't add much. And and that's fine. It's fine. It was a one-time thing, but your final five are set. And I'd be shocked if Ian Wayani and Colin, I called it at top 20. When I looked at their Instagram followings, I said, it looks like Ian and Wayani are definitely final in the final three. And then just that third one, Colin has the most. Megan Danielle and Zachariah Smith. I mean, they're very far behind Colin. I sort of. Well, put it this way. Zachariah is. Colin is that we're not going to talk about. We already know that Iam and Wayani are so far ahead of everyone else in Instagram followers. But right for three, four, and five, Colin has 108,000 followers. Megan's at 70. And Zachariah has 25,000. Like, I, there's no way he's getting to the final three. No way. Could Megan with 70,000 challenge Colin? Yeah, I guess. And Megan got the 70 because she had somewhat of a following. Because, as I said, she was, you know, people told me she was on The Voice before and got eighth or ninth place. So she had a little bit of a following. But she's still almost 40,000 behind Colin. So we'll see. My guess is the top three Instagram followers are getting to your top three. And finally, oh boy, a reality show is coming out on Fox this summer, I believe in June. Yeah, June 5th, it premieres on Fox. Oh gosh, stars on Mars, dozen celebrities compete to colonize Mars first. No, they're not going to Mars and living on Mars and starting to colonize it. So what's the point of this? This is so stupid. And listen to this listen to this group of reality people, athletes, musicians, Lance Armstrong, Natasha Leggero, who's a comedian and who is actually in the Joe Schmoso season 2. Uh Super Bowl champion Marshawn Lynch, Super Bad Star Christopher Mintz Place McLovin. 
Olympic figure skater Adam Rippon, wrestler and UFC fighter Ronda Rousey, Vanderpump Rules star Tom Schwartz, football player Richard Sherman, singer-songwriter Tinashe, Real Housewives of Atlanta star Portia Williams, actress Tallulah Willis, which is, yeah, that's Bruce Willis's daughter, one of them, and Modern Family star Ariel Winter. Ariel Winter. Those are your 12 people that are going to colonize Mars and they're going to receive their assignments from none other than William Shatner. Wonderful. This is... I, I, It's going to bomb. I can tell you that already. It's going to suck. I am not going to watch it. But when I see stuff like this, I'm like, can we bring back the Joe Schmo show? Can somebody try and, fit and fool people again? Because I have zero interest in watching this garbage. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Really appreciate it. Please rate, subscribe, and review in Apple Podcasts. Much appreciated. The Sports Daily will be up in an hour from now, so check that out. A lot to go over in the NBA playoffs and the NHL playoffs, so get to listen into that if you haven't already. Thank you all for listening. Really appreciate it, and I will talk to you tomorrow. See you!